Welcome, episode four. Let me just let y'all know right now. PYO with Queen Shamula is available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play Music. So, to all my Android and iPod, iPhone listeners, tune in. <laughs> all right, guys, straight to the point. Y'all know I like to get into them things. Today episode, we're going to talk about about toxic family members run 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 i'm telling you to run right now you cannot save them okay so in my first episode you know i told you guys i'm from trinidad all right i migrated from trinidad when i was 10 years old i came to New York, Brooklyn, Tompkins, to be exact. And pretty much, I just want to talk about my household experience. Growing up as a child, enduring all this abusive behaviors, it was so, oh my God, I don't even know where to start. I'm traumatized. Oh my God, for real, guys. Let me tell you right now, if you grew up in a dysfunctional home, I know what it's like to be dying inside and everyone around you dying along with you. And it's just like crabbing a bucket, trying to get out. I want to get out. You get down. I want to get out. But for every individual that that is listening to this right now, let me tell you. You got to turn that pain into your passion. You got to let that be your motivation to get out and don't look back. Okay? All right. Back to me. So, I remember growing up. Let me tell you. I didn't have a daddy at all. My dad left me in Trinidad along with my mother when I was six months old. Okay? My grandmother raised me until I was 10 years old and then I came to Brooklyn. So my grandmother was my parent. That was the person that took care of me, pretty much showed me how to live throughout my adolescence years. Boom, came to Brooklyn, Tompkins. The moment I realized that I just knew the family I grew up in was crazy. Cause number one, when I stepped foot into this whole new environment, atmosphere, Brooklyn, New York, I was confused as fuck. Yeah, that's how real it is. That's how true it is. Because I wasn't, I wasn't raised to not love. Like my grandmother showered me with love. She took me everywhere. She went, I remember going to church every freaking Monday, Wednesday, and Sunday. <laughs> like, she tried, she did the best she can, from my knowledge, from me remember in my childhood growing up. And then when I came to Tompkins, New York, it was like a whole 360, okay? I didn't, I didn't have a dad. I didn't know what a male figure was like. So when I came here and my mom had her boyfriend, 
I knew the lifestyle they live was not right because I was dying inside. I was literally crying for help. I was running for attention. I was seeking attention from every angle you could think of. And that was my way of crying out. So I have nine brothers and sisters. Um, my first brother, he, who was the firstborn, you know, that's what I meant. He was the firstborn and he died in Trinidad. Not too long till I left. I left when I was 10. He died at the age of 16, so that was pretty much around three years, four years after I came to America. And that was the only sibling I knew. So, oh my God, I could, I could remember getting that phone call and they was telling me my brother's gone and I was like, no, he's not. No, he's not. No, he's not. Hell no. At that time, I was at my cousin's house. And I had to call my mother to confirm. I called my mom and I was like, Ma, you know, did Kimo, my brother's name is Kimo, that's spelled K-E-M-O, did Kimo die, Ma? Did he die? She paused and she said, yeah. I was like, when was you going to tell me? Like, what? Are you kidding me? I broke down. That was the most traumatic experience. I'm getting paused talking about it right now because it's like reliving it. And I was so mad. I was so mad. I was so mad at her. How could you not tell me? The only brother I know, I wasn't used to my, new, my brothers and sisters that I have now. I had to grow to know them. I was like the black sheep. You know, we all have the black sheep of the family. And that was the turning point in my life. I began to rebel. Okay? I was rebellious. I was a rebellious child. Couldn't nobody tell me nothing. I had no mother. I had no father. My brother died. The only person I knew besides my grandmother that really loved me. Couldn't nobody tell me shit. I was running out here fighting. What high school acts about me? What I was fighting boys, girls, do anything. I was an angry kid. I was an angry teenager. I became an angry adult. And you know, when you young, you can't really, really process this you are just living in confusion like what is love so many experiences i had to go through to learn where if i had a mother and a father to teach me these things i probably wouldn't end up in certain relationships but keep in mind when you are in a dysfunctional family home it's 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 crazy you you become abusive you become addicted to drugs. You become a, st a statistic, pretty much. And if people really know what goes on inside the home and take time to really get to the root of the problem, I think a lot of kids could be saved. Because I was that kid, I didn't, I didn't hold back. I was very blunt. I would tell you how it is and 
I was not letting nobody, I wasn't living in no secret. I was letting people know, listen, my mother don't take care of me, okay? My daddy, I don't have one. So, <laughs> can't nobody tell me nothing. And people who really cared and wanted me to change helped me. And that's why I became the person I am today, to help someone, to let them know, listen, you ain't the only one struggling, because I came out. <laughs> okay, like the movie Get Out, I got out. My household was very abusive. I remember getting screamed at, yelled at, beaten for things that I didn't even do. I was being called names. I wasn't like... You know what it's like to hear your mother call you a hoe and you not even sexually active at that time? Like, those are damaging words. Those are words that pierce through your soul that you can never take back. Okay? My dad was in prison. I used, I used to be writing this man letters. My mom used to be telling me, oh my God, she despised him so bad. So, it was like, she was inflicting all that anger and pain and suffering onto me. Onto somebody you supposed to love, from what I know of. That's what a mother's supposed to do, love you, right? So, I knew that I couldn't remain in that household. I knew that if I stayed in that environment, I would be sunken. I would be in a sunken place. And I was, I had to climb out. I had to dig deep and get out. I got pregnant at the age of 19, had my daughter at the age of 20. I left my mother's house and I didn't turn back. I hopped from houses to houses. I was living with my aunt. I was living with a friend. I was even living with my baby father. Oh my God. I had a rough life at a young age, but my mindset, my drive, determination to know that this is not it. I could do better. I can get out. I can go back and save my brothers and sisters one day. That was my mission. I turned my pain into passion. I used that as my motivation. I let it drive me to be better. Wait. Let me tell y'all, I came to the United States undocumented, okay? I was an illegal alien, as they call it. I had no green card. For those that don't know what a green card is, it's a little identification stating that you can work, you can travel back and forth in the, to, to and from the United States. You know, it gives you opportunity to become a citizen. I didn't have that opportunity. I couldn't get a summer youth job at the age of 16. I had to go pack bags at the supermarket, okay? And still, I made a way for myself with no green card, no mother, no father, nobody to show me how to love myself. I had to look within to love me and realize that I do not have to remain in poverty. I do not have to endure pain. I don't. 
So with that being said, understand why I am the way I am. I am passionate about change. I always, look, listen, let me tell you, I'm that friend that will fight for you. I do not stand anybody taking advantage of the people I love close to me. We are going down with a fight, physical, mental, emotional. You're going to feel me. You're going to hear me. That's who I am. I make my voice be heard because I have a voice. I have a voice just like you have a voice. The only difference is I took that and made it a platform for me to speak on how I feel. And motivating somebody else to let them know, get up, get up, pick yourself up again, wipe them tears. You don't need a mother, you don't need a father. You already love, you are born in love. Don't let the world tell you nothing different. People could drown you with their opinions, their suggestions. You got to know that none of that matters. If what you feel inside your gut feeling is not right, 9 out of 10, it's not right. You better follow your int intuition. Okay? So, <laughs> I'm so passionate, girl. I'm so passionate, boy. Listeners, kings and queens, future doctors, okay? Future singers. That's who we are. We strive for greatness. On this platform, we strive for greatness. We tell our story. We let our story be heard. And we let everybody else <laughs> decipher. Okay? So know that with all that I endured, no green card, no, no mother, father to love me. Okay? No family members to, to say, come girl, come girl. Let me take you in. No, I was baggage. I was a problem child. I was the child that what? Can't nobody control her. I don't want her problems. Let her mother, her mother and her father didn't correct it. What make you think I'm going to correct it? But I stood ten toes down. Kept my head up. And kept pushing. Pushing. Like, what's up? Yeah. I was angry, but that anger came from what I've been through, what I've been told, all the people that doubted me. That's what that came from. I was destined to be great. At each and every single day, I wake up, I popped up out of my bed, turn my swag on, look in the mirror, tell myself, listen, man, can't nobody tell me. Nothing. I done been through it all. So if you come to me with some story, I'm looking at you like, all right, what you gonna do about it? I'm that friend. All right, so what's the solution? I done heard the problem. I done experienced the pain. So what we gonna do about it? That's why PYO, we gonna put each other on. I'm gonna put you on to getting up off your ASS and knowing that, listen, you got somebody that got your back. I got your back. You could do that. And that's a fact. We're going to wrap this up. We're going to wrap this up. We're going to...
so episode five, we're gonna talk about energy, all right? I'm gonna drop another song on y'all. Monday, tune in. I'm gonna drop another song on y'all. New music coming soon. Coming real soon. PYO at Queen Shamula available on all platforms. Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Music. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm coming. Episode 5. Stay tuned. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Peace, love, and prosperity. Hi. Let there be love.